Welcome to the Mary's Cup of Tea podcast. I'm your host, Mary Jolkowski. I'm an author, speaker, and all-around self-love advocate. And this is the podcast that'll inspire you to love yourself. Hey, 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 before we dive into today's podcast episode, I wanted to let you know that I wrote a book. Yes, a real life actual book that will be available in stores and online on March 23rd, 2021. It's called The Gift of Self-Love, and it's a workbook that will help you build confidence, recognize your worth, and learn to finally love yourself. You can pre-order the book now by going to maryscupoftea.com slash book, and it'll be delivered to you on March 23rd, which is the official publication date. So depending on where you order from, it should arrive somewhere around that time. I have been working on this book for over a year, compiling everything that I've learned and everything I teach at my retreats and putting it into this heartfelt, relatable, and actionable workbook for you. The cool thing is that this book is a combination of not only me sharing my journey, but also it's a workbook that you can actually write in. So there are quizzes, journal prompts, self-reflection exercises, self-love challenges, all of which will help you with body image, confidence, self-worth, and self-love. So if you haven't gotten it yet, go pre-order it now by going to maryscupoftea.com slash book. And by pre-ordering, you'll also get free access to my next online retreat. So this is my way of saying thank you so much for your early support on this book. And I can't wait to see you, hang out with you, and do a workshop together at my next online retreat. So you can find all the pre-order links to order the book and all the information for the online retreat at maryscupoftea.com slash book. I'm certain that the tools that I share in this book will change your life as much as they've changed mine. So again, maryscupoftea.com slash book. Go pre-order it today and give yourself the gift of self-love. Hello, my self-lovers. Welcome to another episode of Mary's Cup of Tea, the podcast. Today, I want to do a short and sweet episode talking about why affirmations don't work and what I think you should do instead. Now, granted, if affirmations work splendidly for you and you're vibing with them and they make you feel good and you love your affirmations practice, then have at it. Do what's best for you, of course. But what I found is that, especially when I was first starting my self-love journey, affirmations often came across as almost like toxic positivity, And I feel like they almost got me farther away from truly loving myself because I would read this affirmation and it would sound just so fake to me and so, I don't know, unbelievable that I, I just feel like it created this big gap between where I was and where I wanted to be. And chanting an affirmation that I really struggled to believe almost seemed to widen that gap. Now, in episode number 36 of this podcast, I interviewed Kara Lowenthal from Unfuck Your Brain. She has like a top-rated podcast called Unfuck Your Brain, and she is a little mindset genius. And highly recommend you listen to that episode regardless. But in one part of it, she explains how affirmations create something that's called cognitive dissonance, which is basically a fancy psychological term for inconsistent or contradictory beliefs of some sort. 
So you can probably observe cognitive dissonance in a lot of people where they say one thing and then they do another thing and they don't even realize it. Cognitive dissonance basically brings your brain farther away from its goal because it creates this giant gap between where you are and where you want to be. Now, affirmations kind of reinforce where you want to be. So you're like, I'm worthy, I'm lovable. And you want to believe those things with your full heart. But because you feel like you're so far away from that, the more you chant those affirmations to yourself, the farther away you feel. Kind of like what I explained that I experienced. So basically, affirmations sound great as an Instagram caption. They sound even better as a Pinterest quote, but they often lack specificity, which makes it feel so unrelatable, right? It's this big, broad statement, and it almost feels like it doesn't apply to you because it's just so big and out there. So if you're not used to saying the words like, I love myself or I am worthy no matter what, then how the hell are you going to believe it? simply by saying it many times over. Note, I do think there is something to be said about repetition, which can often make affirmations powerful, but I'm about to share with you a practice that I've found even more powerful than affirmations, and that is something that I do at every single retreat. We literally start off with this. We do an entire two and a half hour workshop in this. I also have an entire chapter dedicated to this in my book where we really prep it and then we build on it. And it's a pretty profound practice. So if you really want to dive deep, I hope you've already pre-ordered my book. If not, you can do so by going to maryscupoftea.com slash book. But you'll see when you get the gift of self-love that chapter three is all about beliefs beliefs. So beliefs are very, very different from affirmations, although sometimes they can come across as one and the same. But here's how beliefs differ so greatly from affirmations and why I find beliefs to be so much more transformative and powerful and just something that will help you so much on your self-love journey. If you listen to my New Year's podcast episode, it was posted on like January 1st or something. And I called it a journal practice for self-love, and one of the journaling parts in there that I walk you through is this exercise of beliefs, but I'm going to go a little deeper into why this works so much better than affirmations, and if you really want the the entire shebang where we talk about forgiveness, where we talk about uprooting our old beliefs and creating new beliefs, and where we talk about just the whole practice of how to really put them in your body and make sure you feel it, you see it, and and you really believe it about yourself. That is chapter three of The Gift of Self-Love, and you'll be getting that really, really soon if you pre-ordered March 23rd to everybody who pre-orders. And if not, I hope you get to get, get something out of this right now here on the podcast. So here's how beliefs are different than affirmations. Firstly, beliefs are specific. They are specific to you. So instead of saying something like, I am worthy, you make it more specific where you say something like, I am worthy of getting a raise at my job or having a committed loving partnership or a good relationship with my parents or of getting my needs met and my my feelings and my thoughts heard. I am worthy of that. So it helps to ask yourself, what do you really want? What's important to you? 
And then the more you infuse it with specificity, and I'm talking about like really, really specific to you, like use all the adjectives and adverbs, make sure that your belief is colorful, make sure that it's just infused with so much vivid imagery so that you really feel it in your brain, feel it in your brain, (laughs) so that you really feel it in your brain as you're writing it or as you're saying that. Next, beliefs are more powerful because they are infused with emotion. Now, what is emotion? Emotion, I like to think of it as E-motion, energy in motion, emotion. So energy in motion means that whenever you're writing your beliefs or you're saying your beliefs, instead of just being like, I am worthy, I am lovable, that's cool. But what if you said, I am worthy, I am lovable. And the energy behind it is different. Now, when you're writing this, and when I take my retreat girls through this exercise, I say something that (laughs) makes some people a little bit upset. And I have received feedback that they felt very triggered by me saying this. But when I walk my girls through this exercise at retreats, I say, if you don't have goosebumps, if you're not crying or sweating or laughing or having some kind of visceral emotional reaction as you're creating your beliefs, then you're probably doing it wrong. And by that, I mean, you really have to like use everything inside you to build the heat, the energy in the body to make these beliefs feel really, really real to you. And the only way to put them into your body so that you actually feel them, not just, you know, in your brain rationally, but like actually feel them energetically is to create some kind of visceral emotional reaction. And you're probably like, okay, Mary, how can I make myself feel something I don't feel? You can make yourself feel something you don't feel. If you've ever been to a yoga class or done any kind of breath work or just had your mood influenced by anything at all, you have the power, you have so much power to create some sort of feeling of excitement in your body. So you could do that just by getting really into writing down your beliefs, by by pulling out a fresh piece of paper and just really tearing through the page, by having music going or a candle lit or something that's just going to make you feel. And that's the environment that I create at retreats. And now you can do this for yourself too. And then lastly, beliefs, and here's how they differ from affirmations, is that beliefs are what I like to call stretchy yet attainable. So it means like they definitely feel far out there and you're like, uh, this (laughs) this feels kind of weird. I don't know if this is possible for me. You definitely have moments of self-doubt and that's totally okay. But then the second part of you, your higher self, is like, no, I can really feel this. I really think there's something here. I really feel some sort of possibility. Like I actually can can see it. I can visualize it. I feel it in my body because you've already infused it with emotion. So it's okay if your beliefs are unfamiliar to you right now, but do you see that possibility for the future? Is it stretchy yet attainable? And even if you just see the slightest bit of possibility, then boom, you got your beliefs and those are good beliefs. So again, the affirmations that I've seen, at least on Pinterest, are very generic. They're very bland. They're very um, short, I suppose. And your beliefs instead are going to be specific to you. 
So actually, my beliefs are usually about half a page long. Like they're a solid paragraph. They are infused with emotion. So you're actually creating some sort of emotional reaction in your body by bringing in all the five senses as you're writing your beliefs out. And every time you read them to yourself, And your beliefs are stretchy yet attainable. So they definitely feel out there. They're unfamiliar, maybe a little scary, but you definitely see that possibility. And that is all you need to create some really fucking powerful beliefs. So in The Gift of Self-Love, remember that it's a workbook. So I actually have this all laid out for you, like all the exercises where you can write directly in the book. But oftentimes when you're creating beliefs, it also helps to think about what negative beliefs do you have about yourself right now? And then you can switch those negative beliefs into more positive and empowering ones. So for example, if you have some sort of belief about the pandemic, let's just use an example that's so real for everyone, and say it's body image related and you're thinking, oh, I'm going to come out of this pandemic looking so horrible because I've gained weight and I'm so stressed and I miss my friends and I'm mostly you're just really concerned about the weight gain and not being able to like do all these things you want to do. Then maybe you rewrite that negative belief into something that's more empowering. That's like how I look will be the least of my worries because I'll be so grateful to see my friends and family and those who love me don't care about how I look. Those who truly love me couldn't care less how much I weigh. And when I love me, my looks won't matter to me as much because I know that I'm worthy regardless. And so do you see how this belief is just like, it's specific, right? You're really getting deep into a a current situation that you're really feeling. You are making this a very empowering statement in the present moment. Um, It's specific. There's a lot of emotion behind it, and it's stretchy yet attainable. I hope that you can feel the possibility of not caring that much about how, how much you weigh and really feeling and knowing in your heart that the people who love you will love you for you. And most importantly, when you love you for you, then how you look is just not a concern. So this is what I do with my beliefs exercise. Like I said, it is something that I do at least once a year where I like come up with new beliefs and I rewrite them and I, I do the whole practice over again. But the my existing beliefs, the one that I wrote like three years ago, I still have them and I still look back at them. So I actually wanted to read them to you and keep in mind that I wrote these in January of 2018. So nearly three years ago, actually maybe 2019. Yeah, I'm going to say 2019. And this was before I did any retreats. So before Retreats by Mary came to life, uh, before I hosted any retreats in Sedona or Bali or California or planned any in Costa Rica or had done any online retreats, before I had a following like I do now, for sure, before I met Boyfriend, um, this was actually when I first moved back to Arizona after living in Canada and just feeling so completely broken about my, my heartbreak and my breakup and all of that jazz. And I just really felt... I mean, I knew that there were brighter days ahead, but I really felt stuck. I was also living with my parents and I had a lot of shame about that. And 
It's not that I don't really get along with my parents, but it's more so that I really appreciate my own space and it was hard for me to get anything that I wanted done and I was still in school and God, when I graduated, it was like such a great day because I just felt so free. So anyways, I was just feeling stuck in many different areas of my life and here are my 10 core beliefs that I wrote down and these are based on what I didn't think that I had. And then because of these beliefs, I was able to create this for myself in my life. So it's truly some powerful stuff. Let me just read you a few of them. And when you do this for yourself, start with like at least five solid new beliefs and see how those feel. And then you can go up to 10. I did 10 just because I'd like to address kind of like every category of my life. And again, you'll read about all of this in my my book, The Gift of Self-Love, where you'll see kind of how I break down self-love and I make, make it into a much more holistic approach, which you can do as well. But I like to do things like, you know, relationship and family and career and mental health and physical health related and that kind of thing. So here we go. Okay, here's what I wrote down two years ago. It's my journal is dated 1-29-19. So January 29th, 2019, over two years ago. I have an abundance of time, energy, and money to do everything I love with the people I love, including but not limited to taking my sister out to lunch, shopping, and getting our nails done without worrying about how much money I'm spending, traveling with my mom and paying for everything for her. Note that later that year, I ended up taking her to Bali. Going out for food and drinks with my friends without thinking about money, taking care of myself, getting my hair done every few months, and getting massages when I feel like it and pedicures. Exercise, doing yoga, meditating, and having fun every single day. I have energy to do all these things because I am abundant. See how specific those are? Again, this was me two years ago, so not necessarily me now, but I just wanted to give you an example of ways that you can really you can really make them feel real to you. Here's number two. I travel around the world hosting self-love retreats three times per year with enthusiasm, ease, and energy. My retreats of 15 to 20 women each sell out effortlessly and I feel incredibly prepared to host transformational experiences for all the attendees. Well, here we are, <laughs> four retreats later. Um, here's another one. This is a good one. I am continuously surrounded by women I love who love, value, and appreciate me as much as I do them. This one's a little bit shorter, but I think it just speaks for itself. Uh, the reason why I wrote this one down is because I felt like, especially at the time, I had a lot of shame about my female friendships and not having a solid group of girlfriends and still holding a lot of kind of beliefs that I had from high school about my relationships with women and always feeling like I didn't have really genuine close bonds with women. And again, here we are today. Um, what's another one? Oh, here's a good one. My little sister, Alana, and I are exceptionally close. She trusts me with everything and comes to me for advice and enjoys every moment, and we enjoy every moment spent together. We bond on the deepest level of sisterhood. Last one I'm going to share with you. Actually, last two. I have an extraordinary amount of love in my life. My partner loves me and accepts me for who I am. He challenges me to grow and respects me too. 
We traveled the world together while building an empire and having extraordinary sex, love, and romance. Specific, right? Just a little bit more specificity. Instead of, I am worthy of love, just make it a little bit more specific to you. And the last one. The universe brings me opportunities every single day that are aligned with my mission and forward my dreams. I make the decision to act on them with inspired and committed action while having trust and faith that everything is divine in this very moment. Ooh, that's a good one. That has to be my favorite. So that is Mary two years ago. I would say that a lot of those beliefs came true and or are coming true as we speak. So you really have to feel them to believe them. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and this little bit of a deeper approach to affirmations. And I hope that you put pen to paper and write them down right now. Or you can always wait for the gift of self-love to arrive in the mail if you pre-ordered. And you'll see a whole chapter where the practice just goes so much deeper, where first we shed the old negative beliefs, we go through a forgiveness practice, and then we rewrite them. And then I guide you through how to rewrite them and how to really put them into your brain and body. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know if you did. And if you haven't already, please, please, please pre-order The Gift of Self-Love. It would mean so much to me as a first-time author. And it'll also make sure that you are the first one to get the book in the mail. Officially, The Gift of Self-Love publishes on March 23rd. And if you're ordering on Amazon, it means that the book should arrive to you on March 23rd. So you'll get to celebrate the publication of my book with me on March 23rd. And those who pre-order get to come to an online retreat with me for free. So just make sure you follow all the directions on the website at maryscupoftea.com slash book. And that'll tell you everything you need to know and what to do to get access to the online retreat. So I hope to see you there and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. I wrote a book. Yes, a real life actual book that will be available in stores and online on March 23rd, 2021. It's called The Gift of Self-Love, and it's a workbook that will help you build confidence, recognize your worth, and learn to finally love yourself. You can pre-order the book now by going to maryscupoftea.com slash book, and it'll be delivered to you on March 23rd, which is the official publication date. So depending on where you order from, it should arrive somewhere around that time. I have been working on this book for over a year, compiling everything that I've learned and everything I teach at my retreats and putting it into this heartfelt, relatable, and actionable workbook for you. The cool thing is that this book is a combination of not only me sharing my journey, but also it's a workbook that you can actually write in. So there are quizzes, journal prompts, self-reflection exercises, self-love challenges, all of which will help you with body image, confidence, self-worth, and self-love. So if you haven't gotten it yet, go pre-order it now by going to maryscupoftea.com slash book. And by pre-ordering, you'll also get free access to my next online retreat. So this is my way of saying thank you so much for your early support on this book. And I can't wait to see you, hang out with you, and do a workshop together at my next online retreat. So you can find all the pre-order links to order the book and all the information for the online retreat at maryscupoftea.com slash book. I'm certain that the tools that I share in this book will change your life as much as they've changed mine. So again, maryscopatee.com slash book. Go pre-order it today and give yourself the gift of self-love. <laughs>